Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Gwen's DM. I am your host, Gwen Mashejo. In this episode, I'll be sharing a personal story on how I almost made the biggest financial mistake of my life. Oh my God, drama. But keep on listening as I share my story and lessons learned. Let's get started. Purchasing property is one of the biggest investment decisions that you'll ever make in your whole entire life. I mean, like if you now decide that you want to buy a house for yourself or you want to buy a property for investment purposes, you need to take your time, right? Because obviously, if you are going to buy this huge asset and you are going to use a bond of, let's say, for example, 20 years, that means you are going to pay for it for 20 years and you might actually have to live in it for a maximum of, let's say, maybe 10 years or even five years, but if you make the wrong decision, that means you will need to live with this mistake for almost the rest of your life. And it could be very difficult to get out of this transaction because selling property is not easy, similar to buying property. So I almost made this mistake and I would like to share my experiences and my pullout game. All information and opinions provided on this episode are of a general nature and are not intended to address circumstances of any individual. Please note that I am not acting as a financial advisor or providing financial advice to anyone. Any representation or opinion is provided for information purposes only. These are my personal views and do not represent the views held by my employer. So I've been searching for property, I think, for almost two years now. <laughs> and obviously, I take long in deciding when it comes to such things, such a big purchase. I would see something that I like, but obviously I have a list of this is what it really needs to meet. I've got a tick box, a criteria that... These are the top five things that are non-negotiable for me. And as part of that, and I think also with lockdown and being stuck in this one place for a very long time, I got frustrated and I started looking aggressively. And that's when I found this nice, beautiful one, which met all my requirements, like from from a face value perspective, in terms of the look, in terms of the location, it met everything. And I then decided that, you know what, I want to go and view it. And yeah, this is what happened. So you know how the universe will conspire for you or against you. So in me driving to go and view this place for some weird reason... And it was on a Saturday. My appointment was at one o'clock. And I used a route that I knew that if I get to this place, if I get to Kempton Park, if I use R25 via Modafontaine, there's hardly traffic, there's hardly drama. So I decided to use that route. Just as I got onto the highway, there was traffic. I was stuck in traffic for like 15 minutes and then I got over that. 
And then just before the off-ramp to Greenstone, to Modderfontein, for the very first time, I was stuck in that traffic for 30 minutes. And I phoned the agent. I was like, you know what? I am stuck in traffic. I don't know what's happening. But I will try my level best to be there in the next 30 minutes. Next 30 minutes. And the lady was with her husband. They were so patient. They were like, no, it's fine. We'll wait for you. Just when I off-ramped by Greenstone, only to find out there was no accident. There was nothing. It was just God. Girl, do not go there. So... I then got there and I viewed the place. I loved it. And I did something that I don't normally do and I don't advise people. I showed the agents that I love it and I really want it. So as I was there, right, obviously when I was busy looking on private property and property 24, I saw that there was another agent who listed it at a certain price. So that agent had listed it at, I think it was 950. But these other agents, they had listed it at 895, if I remember correctly. And that other agent who listed it at 950 wrote on the website that the levies are, I think he said 3,000 or 2.5, somewhere there. Then I asked the lady to actually bring two copies for... For I think I went there around September. I asked her to bring August and July levies and rates. So basically the municipal statements. And I said, I just want to confirm how much the levies are. And I this lady was giving me a run around. I was like, you know what? Just send it to me via WhatsApp and I will actually check and calculate. Yo, guys, when I calculated, the levies were about... 3.2 and I was like what that is a lot like 3.2 for levies I think like security was like 300 and something it's in a complex it's in a very nice beautiful estate but the levies for me for my budget for other people 3,000 is nothing it's like a drop in the ocean but for me it was a lot so then something that I actually forgot to mention was that then when I was there luckily the owner was there and I asked him, and I was like, I saw this guy who advertised the very same place, and he stipulated that levies are 3,000. Is that the correct figure? And the agent was a bit uncomfortable, and he was like, yeah, it is, and we have a problem with how they are charging water. So basically, how they are charging water is that uh, water is not metered according to your usage. So basically, they take the charge for the entire complex, and they divide it according to your quota, basically the size of your unit. And that unit is big. It's got a nice big yard. And I was like, yo, dude. Then for some weird reason, I was like, you know what? Let me see the rates and taxes and let me just see how I can actually work around this. But I couldn't just get over the fact that the levies are 3000 That is even before me thinking about the bond. Then fast forward, as I said, the lady that I spoke to came with her husband and the husband was so pushy. You know, someone who is trying to push you to say, no, do you want to put pen to paper? Immediately, like when I got there, he was like, do you want to put pen into paper? And he phoned me because I went on Saturday. On Sunday, he's asking me, do you want to put up an offer? And I was like, dude, give me time to think about it. 
And then I decided, okay, fine, let me try it out. Let me see how much they can actually say that they are going to accept the offer. And I put up an offer. I prayed that my offer gets declined. Yo, then the offer gets accepted. The lady phones me is like, yo, we actually tried so hard to convince him because this is such a low offer. And he finally accepted. And then I started thinking about the levies, the cost, this and this and that. And I was like, okay, fine. But on Saturday, when I met with them, that lady said something. She said to me, no, like you can sign the offer to purchase now, but you will have two days to actually change your mind. Even when I went on Monday and when I signed the OTP, she said, no, you have two days to change your mind. And then there won't be any penalties or anything. And I remembered that. So then on Tuesday, there's this lady. I normally have a money conversations with her. And the reason I actually gave her a call was because I, I actually decided that, you know what, I think I want to put up a deposit. And I phoned her with the purpose of saying, I need, to, I need you to make available this amount of money so that I can pay the deposit. But somehow when I started the conversation with her, I was like, yo, I found this place. You know, I've been searching for a place for a very long time. But the only thing is that the levies are too high. And she was like, how much are the levies? And I was like, three point, even before I could say three point whatever, she was like, hell no, that is not an investment that is going to take money out of your pocket. I can't believe it. You are making a decision with your emotions, not with your mind. And she was like, no, Matsidiso, you need to pull out of this one because it is not the best decision because it's going to cost you in the long run. Because remember, levies get increased every year. And if you are starting with levies of 3.2, imagine in five years' time, you'll be paying how much? Like 4 point something, 5 point something. No, my dear. And then she asked me to show her the offer to purchase because she was like, no, there's always a clause that you can actually pull out. What does it say? Then I went to the OTP because I remember I read it and I knew that there was a clause that spoke to the cooling off period. So for some weird reason, and I'm just going to make an example. In this OTP, it said that uh, there's a cooling off period of, I think it was five or seven days, if the property that you are purchasing, I'm making an example, it is 400000 and less. So then this agent, then uh, this lady that I was talking to said to me, but no, these people sell properties and they can't tell you that you can only have five days cooling off period for properties 400000 and less. What happens if your property is like more than that, of which that was my OTP. And I was like, no, but then when I had the discussion with them on Saturday, even when I signed the OTP on Monday, they said, I've got two days. Then she was like, then I guess, it, even though it's not in black and white, but maybe it's their rule. So phone them and then send them an email and tell them that you want to cancel. And I did that. So then from there, once I did that and I phoned the lady, I was like, no, I would like to actually cancel the offer to pages because after talking to various people 
and thinking about this whole thing. And I also had a discussion with my sister. She said that obviously my circumstances could change. I could have a child. And now I am paying more on levies and on bond. And it's just going to put me in a bad financial situation. So as we had the conversation, you said to me, I can pull out and there's no penalties. And she was like, yeah, okay, it's fine. But somehow I started panicking. I started having panic attacks because I thought, what if these people are going to charge me a penalty for actually putting, pulling out of the OTP? I phoned various people and and like one of the people that I spoke to was like, no, don't worry. If they charge you, there's plan A. Plan A is to do this. I'm not going to say what plan A is. If you want to know what plan A and plan B was, according to my discussions, we can have an offline discussion. But they were like, no, there's always a way out of these things. So you can either do A or B. But first, wait and see if they respond and they charge you a penalty. Luckily, they didn't charge me a penalty. When I went back to the website to check if they removed the the sticker that says under offer, they did. Guess what? They also reduced the price. They then advertised it at the price that I had put up my offer. Imagine. So now that I've shared my long story of how I almost made the biggest mistake. And the reason I'm saying I almost, it's because I was able to pull out of the offer to purchase and likely I was not charged a penalty. Now, here are some of the things, some of the lessons learned from my experience. And this might actually help someone who is either planning on purchasing property or if you've if maybe already in the stages of signing your OTP or something like that, hopefully this will also help you. So always remember, as I said, ask for a copy of the latest levy statements to make sure that the cost that is being advertised on the website is exactly what it is. And obviously on the levy statement, Check the line items because what I've noticed is that on property 24, they will say levies, but the amount that they actually put is the admin levy. So you must add if there's reserve, if there's security, if just add all the line items and get to the final levies amount that you're going to pay every single month, right? Also, remember to ask for two months a municipal statements and the two months municipal statements will actually tell you what city of Joburg or city of Ikurileni or city of Tswane is actually charging for that property according to the size of the property. In one of my episodes, I actually touched on the additional costs that you're going to incur with the property and I mentioned levies and I mentioned municipal rates. That is in addition to your bond repayments on a monthly basis. So you need to make sure that you are comfortable with those monthly costs because those ones, no doubt, you need to pay them. In addition to levies and municipal statements, always ask for the financial statements of the complex. When I bought my first one, luckily the lady gave me everything. She gave me the financial statements just for me to see the operating cost, to see the financial position of the complex. 
if the complex is at a deficit or is it a surplus and what are they mostly spending their money on that will actually give you a nice idea as to did they make any maintenance did they make any repairs in the last two years or in the previous year so that at least you know that you know what this complex is well looked after and another thing that you really need to ask is to confirm the managing agent of the complex, confirm their registration with the Estate Agents Affairs Board to make sure that this is a reputable company. I remember there was this other place and then when I asked the lady, so who is the management agent for this complex, she mentioned some name. Even with this complex, the... The agent said, no, these people, they normally manage the complexes in four ways. And I was like, so they're going to run a complex in Kempton Park like they're running a complex in four ways. I don't know these people. I know sometimes we won't know all of them, but we know the famous ones like, okay, I'm not going to even mention them, but we know some of the famous ones. And obviously those ones, they know how to manage complexes. They've got a reputation, so they're not going to give you a run for your money and they are not going to make you buy into a sinking ship. So yeah, guys, those are the things that we really need to look at and you need to be very careful. You need to actually check all the costs, be satisfied, be at ease and don't be scared to ask questions. With that said, I hope that this episode will actually help you. I know that I'm sharing my personal experiences, but hopefully when you go through the journey, I am still in the journey. So I've learned my mistake. I almost got burnt, but I've learned and the struggle continues. And yeah, man, hopefully I will find that nice one that meets all my requirements. Till next time. Bye, everybody.